0: We, we are the WWE Universal Champion. You are Chris Jericho, the greatest of all time, It's just on your trunks. And you're my best friend. You think I just picked just anybody to be my best yeah. friend? No, come on, you're Chris Jericho, damn it. That's right, I'm Chris Jericho, damn it. Yeah, That's I'm right. Kevin Owens, darn it. Yes, you are. tonight we have a match to win. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we got a match to win. And tonight, Rollins and Reigns are gonna get
1: it. Yeah.
2: to Chief Podcast, episode number 93. This is the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. Uh, and we will be talking about Roadblock End of the Line mm-hmm. uh, in the second segment. Eventually. But uh, I thought we would start this uh, episode off <laughs> by talking about the year in general. And for that, we have... Um, well, we have me. I'm here every week. Diamond Dog Dave Roden. And, and you're here almost every week. Brett the Hitman Fart. The creamy Q, and Chris Santista. And the special guest... Uh, hey, Kenny Omega's best friend,
0: Andrew <laughs> Gilbert. Hey Hello. Down. This is going out live to everybody, not just yeah, uh, so patrons at pa- patreon.com slash Patrons
2: are getting this first uh, for uh, uh, X number of days, mm-hmm. and... I wanted this one to go out to the public at large because we're gonna be talking about the whole year. We've got a special guest for the first segment, uh, but this first segment is just gonna be about the year in general. So maybe you know, if you haven't heard us in a couple months, uh, you get to you know, you get the gist of what you know we're doing over at Patreon. Uh, but the first segment, I guess, is the uh, the 2016 Poppies, the Cheap Podcast Awards. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna spring a couple of categories on you guys and and see what you think fit the bill. And i let's start with the you know the main event. The match of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I personally am going in... I feel like this is Let me start because mine's lame. Okay. Uh,
0: Because I didn't watch much of it. Except for this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I actually got back into wrestling through Mm -hmm. one wrestler... Huh. And he came back this year. His name is uh, Goldberg. Ah, Goldberg. And it was ni- it, the lead-up was awesome. Seeing him return to the ring was awesome. Yeah. The match I don't know how to feel about because it just feels like well, that's was- different. What? Which is something. But you said good. you told me he's coming back for Rumble. Yeah, uh, it, like. And-
2: like they're building towards a bigger money match because this is just Survivor Series. You know, mm. you could put do something at Royal Rumble, probably WrestleMania. I just didn't,
0: I didn't have any baggage with him and Lesnar needing a rematch or whatever. It, a yeah, title match. it's
2: it solved the problem. Like the first problem was like Goldberg, can you work a whole match? Mm-hmm. Like you're getting sweaty just walking to the <laughs> ring. Yeah, and this kind it got people talking. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a different kind again. of match. So I thought that match worked really well. It. it it's one of the most unique matches encapsulated in a gif
3: like a lot of UFC
0: matches yeah I think I did see it uh, in somebody's Twitter video. Yeah, that is where well, I saw the match.
4: because they, they, WWE wanted to shock people, mm-hmm. both just like they did with Brock versus Randy Orton. They mm-hmm. wanted to shock people. Like, is this real? What's happening yeah. here? Like, they, they. I think since the Undertaker match at WrestleMania 30, mm-hmm. they've wanted Brock matches to get people talking. Yeah. They use him so lightly that mm-hmm. they kind mm-hmm. of have to do that. So, so Brock, uh, 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 Brock Goldberg's your favorite. So
0: he defeats everybody. Except for the geriatric, who hasn't wrestled in twenty years, yeah. the guy who's mm-hmm. eight
4: years older than him, who hasn't I, yeah. wrestled in fifteen. I, years. I
2: did get upset that that it broke the streak Twice. that like the last mm-hmm. time that Brock lost, just pinned or mm-hmm. submitted, was WrestleMania twenty nine because mm-hmm. there was that bullshit thing with the Undertaker. Well, it's like and he um,
4: still took a pedigree on on a, on the yeah. stairs, so it was like an enhanced finisher too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, but this was like the clean finish that it's like shouldn't this be for like Nakamura or someone else? But. Mm-hmm. So like just Someone you want
0: to promote. That, that's the thing that bugged me. Yeah. This should, this doesn't, doesn't this belong to someone who's going places? Yeah. I'm going to be around I while.
2: mean, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the rematch has, like, the, the much more heat on it because of it. So, True. you know, it, it could be worthwhile in the end. Uh, I'm personally going to say there's a slight, like, recency bias with this, but... I really liked at the most recent takeover. I forget mm. what the subtitle was, but uh, the revival versus DIY. That was just, fantastic. That <laughs> at the beginning of the year, I yes, couldn't have given a shit about any of those guys. Mm. Sure. Uh, and like the character development that like that revival have just made for themselves. Yeah. Kind yeah, of like yeah. molding themselves into like. The Brain Busters, like well, Four Horsemen
4: types. Revival and American Alpha already had an amazing match. Oh, yeah. Year. Yeah, that was going
2: to be mine for the year. But
4: Revival DIY was better.
2: Yeah. And, like, the de- DIY, like, the the cruiserweight tournament really kind of solidified that team because I didn't care about them. Like, they are in, like, that area that's, what are they called? Uh, TM61? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where it's like, you can't just come out and just be, like, the snarky tag team guys. You got to, like, there has to be something, some kind of adversity you've overcome, and like for them, it was yeah, the that they had to face each other at yeah at the Cruiserweight, Cruiserweight <laughs> Classic, and it was like a real barn burner. And then like they had to get back together after that, and, and that they were screwed a couple times in, in the way to getting the tag titles. Yeah. And when it finally happened, it was yeah, it was a real yeah. release, and yeah, yeah, yeah. just that match was, I. Even though it was the one image that image
4: of them holding each other's hands to not tap yeah, out yeah. and tapping it, out together. It, that was yeah, like so some good. of the best the like villain ending.
2: comeuppance ever. Like yep. that they, they've been fighting like cheating, cheating and just bending the tag team rules for so long that like at the end all that they have is each other and they just yeah. <laughs> hold hands in the middle <laughs> of the ring. That was really good. The end of Toy Story Three in the garbage,
0: yeah. Yeah. pretty Aww. much.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what about you? Guys? Oh, me? Well. All right, look, I hate to be the I hate to be the jo- the parody of myself, but I did watch a lot more Japanese wrestling than you guys. Definitely that both revival matches were mm-hmm. awesome. Revival is my tag team of the year by far. Mm-hmm. I love Santisay and Nakamura. That was a great match. Mm, yeah. AJ Styles is killing it with everything and I almost uh, my favorite WWE mm-hmm. match this year was AJ Styles John Cena at yeah. SummerSlam. That match was goddamn the best. <laughs> but my match of the year is a Japanese one. AJ Nakamura at Wrestle Kingdom, which was January 4th, wow. was really great, but it's not number one. You should just get in a subscription to New Japan World mm-hmm. and watch all of the G One climax from this year. The G one Climax is a rigorous, like marathon of, of of major wrestling matches every night between 16 different competitors. Mm-hmm. And so Wow, 16 in, every night or as in total? Uh, eight matches, uh, 16 guys in A block, 16 guys in mm, B, okay. B block. They Those 16 guys have a singles match, and then the others have a tag match that Man. night. And then they go back and forth. And it is for a month straight, and it is, as the performers on it say, like it tears you apart. And not, as a performer, you would get worse as it goes on. So Kenny Omega, meanwhile he was the underdog in it bullet club's not as cool as it used to be and so mm-hmm. he though is doing great in the G1 climax and mm-hmm. he is in the he's, he has to win a match to then go into the finals but meanwhile the guy he's facing is Tetsuya Naito and Naito had an amazing year this year too and everybody thought it was going to be Naito in the finals And it's Omega and him. And the night before, they had a 30-minute time limit draw, which then changed who the winner would be of block A. So in block B, they have a match that gets... They have this amazing match, Naito and Omega, Mm. which is my match of the year. They have this incredible, crazy match with all these moves you never see. It's a heel versus heel match, and yet it works perfectly. And then, like, they're killing each other, and Naito can win if it's a tie, omega has to win oh wow and they get up to like 28 minutes and 50 seconds when omega (laughs) finally pulls victory out and wins it has killed himself (laughs) to do it and now you know the next night he (laughs) is going to have to wrestle in the final match of the g1 climax to win it and he has an amazing post-match thing of talking to the audience too just like he says in English he's speaking to the audience saying I love Japan and I think of it as a home to me and then the audience claps Mm -hmm. and he goes no no (laughs) I used to think that but you guys cheered Naito over me (laughs) I'm better than him and he was it was just world class and then his next match the next night was almost as good when he tore himself apart the night before at it so that Naito Omega G1 climax second to last night the best match of the year like you said the takeover with <clears throat> um in april mm-hmm.
3: uh with uh american alpha and revival that was my match of the year Cause that was the only match that stuck with me enough where i kept thinking about it later on mm-hmm. um despite seeing not a lot of good nakamura mm-hmm. stuff and a lot of good finn matches too but it was for some reason that one stuck out just just the the goofy shit revival was doing like when i think it was dash maybe i, I dash and dawson mm-hmm. uh The first it was the first time I think they did this bit where he goes under the ring and comes out the other side. And when he comes out of the apron, (laughs) just the camera work of like zooming in on his face and he's like, oh, Uh -oh, they're going to catch me. It's just something about that match felt so alive and active and they're all over the ring. And it just was like, I'm not bored. Mm -hmm. These guys have such great chemistry in the ring. Every second of this was entertaining. And while SmackDown has been a pretty good show all year, I kind of wish American Alpha was doing more. Hopefully, that's what the first half of this. I feel year, like
2: yeah, it may it maybe hopefully building to a yeah. WrestleMania thing, but like they just had a battle royal for yeah. like number one contenders. <laughs> the Bros. Yeah, they they won, and that's whatever because like what they, got they beat
4: Connor and Victor, man. Yeah, which but they like, need to
2: build build yeah, them up. But, but uh, Gable was like the. Third person eliminate I'm like, yeah. no. Even yeah. though he's he's not the like Jordan yeah, is he's the so p- small nobody yeah, would man. buy it. Yeah, but oh, it that was
3: <laughs> that was that was my match of the year. But the the mm-hmm. DIY one was like just as good, if not actually better. But just for the sake of having something different, and I would give p- potential recency mm-hmm. bias to mm-hmm. things like I don't know what the other categories yeah. are going to be, but mm-hmm. I would say uh, the the. The Baron Corbin chairs match from like TLC yeah. mm-hmm. inexplicably great. <laughs> yeah,
4: but Kota Ibushi Cedric Alexander from the cruiserweight champ mm-hmm. uh, cruiserweight classic that was pretty great too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just mean that like pro- I just mean as a gimmick
3: match. Like mm-hmm. I had no expectations for a chairs match from Baron Corbin. That and, is true. And oh, for no, it to have been yeah. entertained me and not dragged or felt boring, I was like, like in
2: that the chairs match is a curse. Like yes, it's just going to be two it's, big dudes It's slapping, never like, it's never like, great. Yeah. And yeah. so for some reason I was like, this was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to Wrestler of the Year. You, got, I, you, you can choose one male, one female performer okay. for this. Uh, oh, you got
4: it. Uh, well, if you have some in mind, uh, then I'll decide. start. It is Omega. And it's I hate to be again. We he like follows me on Twitter, and I every time he faves something of mine, I'm like, oh my god, Kenny Omega faves <laughs> something. But so here's my argument for why Kenny Omega is the best. Not like AJ Styles <laughs> did have an amazing year, probably the best year of his career. Though he had some great years in New Japan. Shinsuke Nakamura had a really great year too, uh, as did uh, Tetsuya Naito and Kazuchika Okada, mm-hmm. and uh, and Michael Elgin in New Japan. As di- as did also in the tags, did uh, the young bucks. Mm-hmm. The the center spoke to mm-hmm. all of those things is Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega kicked AJ Styles out of New Japan Pro Wrestling. He, he kicked Shinsuke Nakamura out of New Japan. Oh, wow. He had an amazing year where he ascended from uh, junior weight to heavyweight. And he uh, he was the Intercontinental Champion, had the first ladder match in New Japan history, and was the first ever non-Japanese person to win the G1 Climax in 26 years. Wow. First person to ever do that. And so... Reverse Gaijin to ever mm. do that, and now he is going on to main event their WrestleMania. From going, from starting the year as the junior heavyweight champion in the Bullet Club and like fourth in command under AJ mm. and Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, he exploded, moved up, made the best of his situation, and then some. With and with some of the best matches of the year, he he is amazing. Mm. Uh, Kenny Omega is my pick. What about uh, oh and uh, women? Uh boy I if she could just be a little safer. I do love Sasha. I'll always love Sasha. Just protect your neck, okay? Listen to the Wu-Tang Clan. Protect your neck. You don't have to like no more dives. Don't do any more dives, okay? But Sasha, definitely. Mm.
2: Well, I'll I'll go with um Nakamura. I think mm. like probably the the best debut match I've ever seen with, yes. you know, with Sami Zayn. Uh and for as like driven into the ground that the Samoa Joe feud has been, it's like it's still entertaining to see him face off with the, like the same guy four times. Yeah. It, it, that he he's kept that up is really good, and. Like, I'm happy that he's champion now because he does seem like the better anchor for NXT. Like, just the people that can come up and challenge him. He mm-hmm. seems, it seems like there's a, like, the NXT is on a better course. And yeah. watch me be proven wrong when he's in the Royal Rumble. Well, and while challenge. he <laughs> needs
4: a year, I think he needs another year to learn English better. Yeah. Like he does. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
2: And that he got his first loss out of the way, too. Because that's another mm-hmm. thing where it's like. Yeah, he can't have all these streaks. Yeah. Like, yeah. People need to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for, for women, I'll also say say Sa- Sasha Banks mm-hmm. like oh, really? I was like, gonna say Asuka you know you
4: saying it, the streak made me remind yeah me your...
2: I think that just the issue is that like she cleared out the v- division by like by like yeah the middle of the year and yeah, there's no Mickey good James continues. was fine but it's just like the rest of the division has so much catching up to do like you'll get probably Ember Moon soon enough but like right. besides that it's still a huge gap and yep. that's a little bit worrying yeah uh but yeah like just yeah, she does go a little bit too hard, but her as the champ, I feel like she has the he has a bit better matches than Charlotte, even though Charlotte is way safer. By the safer time this it.
4: episode post, Charlotte will have won back the
2: title. I, I don't they, think so because, uh, I brought it up in the predictions, but like every so many times this year, WWE said this is their final confrontation. Well, if it's for the title, then I know who's winning it. <laughs> like if you could just say it's the final confrontation, there will be no like uh rematch clause, challenger but... rematch clause. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just Sasha has had a great year. And, yeah, that she's been able to replicate her level of success that she had in NXT Mm -hmm. on the main roster is pretty amazing. Uh, for me, it's
3: Miz, I mm. guess. Wow. Uh, cause he went from someone that I'm like, I don't care at all. Yeah. You're boring, and I've really been watching wrestling again for three years, mm-hmm. uh, almost damn, almost four years. Cause 2013
2: Rumbles when we kind of yeah. started back up, and that's like wow. Miz is at his like worst.
3: Yeah, and he was just like, who is this guy? Reality, something, yeah. and he this sucks. Like, get this goober out of here. And <laughs> he main evented it sometime in the yeah. past. Like, that's gross. <laughs> and this year, it's been like he still like, uh, what's his name? Um, who won the IC title at Mania? Uh, oh, uh, Zach Ryder, Zack yeah. Ryder, which was this great feel good, like wow, and yeah. then the next night, no, immediately and you're like, fuck you, Miz, <laughs> and then when that and happened, then, we're like, and oh. with his wife, with his and hot with his, wife, and his like, Maurice comes back, who is so hot, <laughs> but just all their outfits and yeah. all of their their shit together is so good. Yeah, they work so well together, and she enhances his performance a lot yeah. from now. Like, and I don't know the way they, their outfits, mm-hmm. their chemistry together. And his genuine healing. I mean, his great promo on Talking Smack of yelling at the oh, camera yeah. where that's totally blurring the lines of him calling out Daniel Bryan. Oh, it like, was, was
0: my favorite moment, yeah. period. That was great. And just like... And, and, Daniel, he just made a fisting reference, actually. That's my yeah. favorite thing he did. And mm-hmm.
3: then the match he just had with Ziggler, uh, like, that feud with Ziggler was really good. And that's and another... The,
2: yeah, like... And they they were a, doing this feud two years ago, and mm-hmm. it was like dog shit. Yeah. And now they're doing it again, and it and works. And they just
3: had a good ladder match, too, yeah. that didn't follow a lot of the same tropiness of a lot of ladder matches yeah. I've seen from WWE lately. So, hats off to Miz mm. for like I every time he's on the screen or has a mic, I'm like I will at least entertain this. Yeah. Like, and his matches while safe and whatever, like I feel like even his matches got a little I, better.
2: It seems like they're actually hinting that like in the next year he might be back at like that main event level, and it's Could like guy he should get another title run. Like that he's, first one, everyone is just like, well, yeah. you know, you had he had to be the puzzle piece that Cena beat. Yeah, but now yeah, it's yeah. like now he kind of deserves it on his own merits. Mm. Yeah there's just There's a lot of I don't know
3: They've had Mm -hmm. so many good moments It's your phone Chris (laughs) Uh, But and then Alexa Bliss Yeah Uh, Yeah. We Like from I saw her in a Portland Mm -hmm. NXT show In May And From that point Mm -hmm. To where we are now And that's not even a year She's now the women's champ On Smackdown Again, just great healing, great yeah. face reactions. Oh, our face is so like, good. Like, great at work in the crowd. I don't know. Like, she's. And, and her performances as well have improved so much since even this year. I yeah. think both of them have, uh, have done a lot of fun stuff.
4: Chris, I'm guessing yours is Goldberg. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Lady Goldberg.
2: <laughs>
3: and I love Sasha, but I. Yeah. You know, you guys both had that, and, you know, she doesn't need. I mean. Good I, honor, but I was very proud of Alexa.
2: Well, this is, it. that does slightly cut into my, the next category, which was most improved of the year. So this mm. is just, well, just, just one person sure. in, for this one. Mm,
1: boy.
2: Uh, I mean, for me, it would be Jericho. Like, Jer- yeah, on the same absolutely. level of The Miz, where it's like, at the beginning of the year, like, you're just kind of stuck in that same like he was a face at the beginning of the year too and like the AJ stuff was okay but once like he hooked up with Kevin Owens like brought him up to a new level where his last few runs I was I didn't think that he should be putting like he should he should be putting over everyone he shouldn't be the one like getting these pins and at Wrestlemania even that felt a little bit cheap Yeah, Yeah. but at this point I feel like he also deserves like to give him one more run like like, they're building up to him feuding with Owens and like I'd be totally fine him getting one more like let him He's, like,
4: all these yeah, runs he's had. 20, he, 20 yeah. years of entertainment, like, let him go. Boy, when you say that, it's impossible to think of anyone else because yeah. <laughs> that really was like, wow. They, He, he went from, I got to say, Jericho to them because I did think – well, it's over. Jericho yeah. looks like crap. <laughs> he is no fun. I've never loved Good Guy Jericho. Yeah. Even like when yeah. I think of Good Guy Jericho at his best, that's him calling Stephanie <laughs> a trash bag yeah. hoe. And, but then, meanwhile, Jericho as a bad guy has always been great. He's yeah. always hilarious. Or when he is, even when he isn't hilarious, when he was Suit Guy yeah. Anton Chigurh style <laughs> uh, back in the late 2000s, or him and Jericho. I mm. love that. Mm. But this. This has become its own thing. Like, he destroyed his jacket, a way of saying, like, <laughs> that era of Jericho is over. It's scarf era now. Oh, yeah, The destruction of that jacket. That thing with Dean Ambrose, like, he went through those fucking tacks. Those like, tacks. I man. never oh, yeah. expected Holy that. Holy Christ.
3: What and, show was
4: that? Uh, stream Rules? I think? Yeah, it Stream Rules. Yeah. I, I never thought he'd do the yeah, tacks. Yeah,
3: I was like, Dean's going in those tacks. Yeah. And then fucking
4: Jericho. <laughs> he did. And then, lastly, <laughs> that he got the list over. The yeah. list is yeah. more popular than pretty much anybody on Raw. And that he uh, <laughs> at the raw we went to yeah <laughs> one of my favorite lines made just laughed so hard was he said to Stephanie like well Stephanie you know me and you've never had problems so <laughs> it's, you're definitely not on the list that's yeah. like that's just those just little winks to like yeah. yeah if you know the continuity my entire history is Jericho this is extra funny yeah
3: uh, I would agree totally with Jericho but just for the sake um, and I this is a conditional. (laughs) Uh, and relative Mm -hmm. because this is not to the same degree but I want to believe this I would say Braun Strowman Ah, because at the beginning of the year it was like oh good another giant beefy mask dude to just get beat at big moments with the Wyatts and Mm -hmm. won't do anything and then with the brand split he didn't go with the rest of them and then the last maybe two three months his matches I thought got a little more interesting and they're doing a good job of building and granted he's only beating up jobbers but like that's why you need jobbers <clears throat> it can't and just he, be beating named
4: heroes all day. Yeah. And he and, is. It's an impossible body. He has. Yeah. It's like you. You're incredible. Yeah. Like you're a monster of a man.
3: And I'm hoping this match, uh, the match from um, we haven't watched it yet, but uh roadblock. There's End no the more. Line. No road
2: left to drive upon. <laughs> yeah. That, that uh, WWE can't come up with a second paper. Like, there are all the words in the world. Yep. Don't use the same one twice in one year. Call it uncensored. Call it
3: season's beatings. Call it any, <laughs> any other pay per view you've ever named, but mm. roadblock again this year. But I'm hoping this Sammy Braun match, like, it's a 10 minute time limit, which is at least interesting. Yeah. It's some kind of stipulation. And can Sammy survive? can braun put on a full match where he's not just <laughs> annihilating someone so it's like I I wouldn't I would the hope he can I, I I don't know I have high hopes for him uh, to continue improving and I'm glad that he's able to have shown some kind of growth. And it even seems decent on the mic. So, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, it, I have high, It's why it's conditional, yeah. but, like, at, since I can't say Jericho, yeah. and, I mean, I don't know all the Matt Hardy stuff was this year, right? Oh,
4: yeah. Actually, yeah. Matt Hardy is he's tied with Jericho. Yeah, so, like, prove, that's like,
3: such a dra- dramatic change. Yeah. Matt
4: Hardy was never better than Jeff Hardy until this year. <laughs> yeah. This is the year he became the top guy. Yeah. And just that he's able to float from, like, he's not even – he gets to be an in indie all he wants yeah. and do indie shit on top of his TNA stuff. And it almost makes you wish, like, what if he was in the WWE playground and got to do this stuff? But then you're like, they no, they him. wouldn't They'd, let him. they'd they box him in too much, let probably.
2: Meek <clears throat> man. Our, uh, Next category, best return or debut or
4: call-up if you want to do that, too. Ah, okay. Boy, well, it certainly wouldn't be the club. I mean, yeah, Wolf.
3: I would say Nakamura because the whole time we were like, what's his theme going to be? Yeah. How, what's the first match going to be like? But it was like, he showed up, the new theme, Rising Sun or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's the, that, that theme is as over as half the roster, mm-hmm. yeah. if not more so, than any wrestling promotion in the world right now because people, like, it's so fun to sing along with. It's got the violins. It's got the, the guitar strums visualized mm-hmm. with, like, the fucking Audacity project yeah. that's on the screen or whatever. <laughs> like and then he came out and had a great match with Sami Zayn and it was like hot damn Nakamura's in WWE that's awesome and I don't know it it just worked for me then and he's you know had good matches ever since
4: yeah I'd go with AJ Styles at Royal Rumble oh yeah it was quite a debut doing it in Orlando which is as close to his home turf in wrestling as you've got yep Uh, the only problem is that they zoomed in on fucking Roman Reigns' face (laughs) when they should have been showing him (laughs) as if he would know who it is (laughs) But they edited it together differently on the network, so it worked a lot better there. So that would be, uh, though, also Kota Ibushi's arrival in the Cruiserweight Classic was quite a debut. For American American wrestling fans who'd never seen Kota Ibushi before, that was quite a debut as well.
2: Yep. Yeah. This isn't my winner, but, like, with the Cruiserweight Classic, Brian Kendrick, who, like— The uh, re-debut. Yeah, like, what, two, three years ago, we saw wrestling at Hood Slam. Like, (laughs) Hood Slam's awesome, but it's also, like, you're wrestling, like, uh, Uh, a a a a stuffed horse or, like, scorpion, (laughs) and now you're back and You're one of the best things about, like, Uh, the cruiserweight division. One of the
3: greatest matches. We just went, like, two weeks ago. The best match of the night uh, was... Uh, one guy's tag team partner was out for an injury, mm-hmm. so but he insisted he was ready to wrestle, mm-hmm. and he's like, "My partner is here, mm-hmm. he is healed, and he is cleared to wrestle." Mm. And he pulls out what is a a cardboard cutout <laughs> of the guy, and they <laughs> mime wrestling with a cardboard cutout all, the whole match, and they tag him in, and they just it's so silly and stupid, <laughs> wow. but of course the cut the cardboard cutout takes the pin, but the dude who pinned him still folds it up and puts his <laughs> leg over and is like holding him down and like that's just one odd. of those things that and that's where that's what yeah. Kendrick was doing two years
2: ago yeah Uh for me it, the actual choice I would make is Bobby Roode oh yeah, uh, yeah for someone yeah. who I didn't know anything about really from his TNA work I saw a couple a couple years ago that like not a lot. He's basically become the modern day nature boy. Like, yeah. just with that entrance and with the robe and, like. Yeah, he's very goofy. Yeah. Like, his
3: uh, flair was always like
2: a borderline goofy
3: heel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I mean, some of the bumps he took for yeah. sure. But, like, yeah, that song is awesome.
4: His entrance is ridiculous. Uh, it like, does remind me, I would add Ty Dillinger to Most Improved. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, like yeah.
2: The Perfect 10. Really yeah. Good. And yeah, yeah, that feud it, itself, like, it was kind good. of giving him more of a personality. Like, I love his overall thing, even though the fans are not co- cooperating at all. Where he's like, I don't want th- these, <laughs> this NXT to be what, like, who I wrestle for. I want NXT to be men in business suits and like mm-hmm. high class people, not you guys. You're
4: all losers and you suck. Glorious! Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Like, no, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like
3: the problem is you made a song and an entrance and the that, weed Merlin outfit that he has is too good.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. who
4: doesn't want to cheer for him? Yeah.
2: Oh, and also, I feel like I have to say something about Lucha Underground. Rey Mysterio, and I think he technically was the end of last year, but... Well, like, his
4: debut is something out. In, yeah. in, in their equivalent of the Royal Rumble, yeah. his first actual match was very good. Yeah,
2: and, and his Prince Puma match at uh, Ultima Lucha. Yeah, where,
4: yeah. I, yeah. We Well, I... I have other people I mm-hmm. want to touch on, too. But if you've got other sections, uh, let's Well, the, the next one is saddest injury or departure. I Jesus. mean, it's Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Like, duh. Like, Daniel Bryan retired oh, yeah. this year. I mean, a, yeah, Ed he retired. a million years ago. That was February was or something, right? He yeah. officially retired this year. <laughs> Which that, also was the and,
2: sad semi-departure of Titus O'Neal. Oof. Yeah, Poor <laughs> wow. Titus.
4: But if you watch, I mean, okay, so the thing with Daniel Bryan is disappointing. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was hurt. Full to hear at that time anyway, because I had been following him the whole previous year Mm. of him him saying, well, my doctor says I don't Mm. have too many concussions, (laughs) but but WWE says I do. And also wanting him to come back, but also knowing that concussions are something to very much take seriously. And just getting an extra year of Daniel Bryan performing is not worth his brain being Goo. Yeah. And especially when his career was on the exact exact yeah. trajectory trajectory of Chris Benoit. Mm. It's like, you can't risk this stuff like he did. His moves are Benoit's mm-hmm. his his WrestleMania 30 is the WrestleMania 20 of Benoit like it is. And so, yeah. I was so worried about that but I did also never want he loves it so much it is the only thing he knows yeah. so having to quit is heartbreaking and then on top of that having to see him on Total Divas I didn't watch mm. the Total Bella show but mm. I saw clips of him just like crying in yeah. a corner or of him the one that broke my heart the most was him and in orlando with nikki mm-hmm. him and nikki go down to the performance center sammy Zayn is there and daniel bryan's like hey look at the new style like this is style i made just to fight brock if you haven't seen the clip mm-hmm. it's like him doing all these cartwheels or showing like so he had <laughs> stay out of brock's way and it you you could see he had imagined this amazing brock yeah. lesnar match in his mind and he's so excited to tell sammy zane about it and then it starts hitting him like Oh well, it was cool to tell you about that, but I'll never ever get to do that ever. Uh, I was like, "Wow, (laughs) wow, that hurts." So Uh, that's obviously number one for Finn for me because I mean, like,
3: finally gets his big call up after like months of speculation, and then has a great match, pops his own shoulder back in, and then uh, finishes the match uh, injured to shit. Yeah, and then uh, and then the severity of that injury comes out later of like, yeah, my. Peck,
2: like, detached yeah. and, like... Yep. Uh, the next
4: night he just has to hand it back. Has to yeah. hand it back, and
2: it's just like, God damn it. Like, and that rise that he uh, had, like, it was, a, I think, a month's time that from, like, getting called up to Raw, beating uh, Reigns. Roman Reigns clean, yeah. and then winning the title. Yeah. Like, you had a, the feeling, like, they have... This is a person that everyone wants to see succeed, yeah. and they're pushing him in a way that they only do for usually people we don't want to see succeed, yeah. or not succeed mm-hmm. to that level, at least. Yeah. But, like, oh, they're doing it for him. And now it's like when they, when he comes back, are they gonna st- are they still gonna feel that way? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to know. Uh, for me, it would be uh, it's it's kind of a weird choice, but Damian Sandow. That yeah. like it, they never you mean like, Alex Rex or Rex, Aaron Rex. Aaron Rex. Bleh. I mean, uh, he, uh, again, uh, maybe it is like the co- the WWE context that really helped him. Like just having that association with Miz. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. but then like even this year, like. Without a much of a gimmick or much of any stories, like he popped up a couple times. He popped up at like the Royal Rumble, and then maybe
4: everybody cheered him when he was uh, in the middle of the ring for just a second. But
2: like he was just like him and just a rash of WWE guys who were like they should have they should have gotten to that level where they had they had. Not even a title run, but like a pay-per-view title match, like him, Wade, Wade, Wade Barrett, like who had you know a couple. He had a decent run, like in what t- 2010, 2011. But like that, Wade Barrett was on the cusp of like coming back to the top. But then it was just like the Kept Joker. He was the he was the worst guy in the worst stable ever. Yeah, yeah. like that. Like they were all reduced to that. But and just is Alberto. Yeah, yeah. but Damian Sando, I think, just he, it it felt the worst because like he had so little time to do anything but every time he was there it was just a great reaction and it's like how do you not realize that you can do something with this and Mm -hmm. i feel like him and wade barrett are in that boat where it's like i would not be surprised that they come back at like a Royal rumble or something and that's just like well it seemed like
3: wade he was just so injury prone that he had to quit because he's in a movie for wwe like now yeah which i I always got hurt yeah uh, i'm wondering if he was just like look i'm like 30 mm -hmm. plus 38 whatever he is maybe it's not realistic for me to take these risks Mm -hmm. anymore but yeah. wants to still get paid by WWE. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, that's all the categories that I had listed. Right. Was, was there one you wanted to bring up? Or? Uh, there
4: were a couple things. Yeah, the The big one I wanted to bring up who I didn't talk about was like Ricochet had mm. an amazing year, both as Prince Puma and as Ricochet in mm-hmm. Japan. He had an incredible year. Like the only PWG match I watched in its entirety, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, mm-hmm. was the five-star rated by Dave Meltzer uh Ricochet, Matt Seidel, and uh and Will Ospreay mm-hmm. versus The Young Bucks and Adam Cole where it's pretty much every possible move you could ever mm-hmm. see done by high flying cruiserweights <laughs> done in a row for tw- over 20 minutes and it's insane how well they do with that and it ends it ends with a move that I'm like that I've never seen that before like oh, and wow. so but Ricochet just mm-hmm. Ricochet is a living superhero. He can just fly. And if you haven't watched they've actually had better matches, but if you haven't watched their match from New Japan this year of Ricochet versus Will Ospreay, like that that's just a fucking video game (laughs) cutscene in action. You you have to watch it. It's incredible. Oh last one. Tag team of the year. Oh, tag team. I mean revival. Uh, I love those sexy bears. The new day is great, except when wrestling. Like mm. I'm just kind of tired of them wrestling. But I, look, they're good I love... in
2: spurts. Like the, mm. the like the the, the mm. last few miles or the last few yeah. steps before breaking the record. It's like oh that one raw where they had a fight twice. That's great. That was and, great. Yeah. yeah. Like, this like stuff like can you do that yeah.
3: forever now yeah. and not just lose and cheat the whole time, mm. but and still I, also be kind of faces? Yeah. It's like weird. the
2: beginning of their stuff with <clears throat> the revi- or not the
4: revival, but I the club am so when sad it was the like club yeah. just like yeah. fucking turfed out so hard. Yeah. And when I just hear that it's behind the scenes, people don't like Carl Anderson, and they're just punishing him. I'm like, then why'd you fucking hire him? <laughs> yeah, don't give him this. Yeah. Just well, let I'm wondering him stay if, in Japan. I'm wondering if
3: Finn was supposed to be looped mm. into that somehow, yeah. and then when he yeah, get yeah, yeah. and then when AJ's off in SmackDown, it's like I feel like there must have been yeah. a plan to do a bullet clubby mm-hmm. thing, yeah. and maybe it just fell apart because yeah, of maybe. injuries and brand splits.
2: Um, I'm gonna say even though that they're not up to a whole lot right now, American Alpha. Sure, like like the first stuff that four months, the stuff they did in NXT, even the stuff they did on the way out, like um, like with the authors of pain, where it's like these guys are just big bruisers. They haven't really had a good match yet, or like, Mm. they they got something out of them. And even some of the stuff at the start of their run, like in the tag team tournament with the Usos, and that's another tag team where it's like I don't expect like the Usos are just the Usos, and that like that. They kind of led into the heel turn, yeah, and that was actually good. Yeah, like it was believable that they that they didn't. Everyone thought the Amer- American Alpha should be the first title holders, and that they had a compelling reason why they weren't. Yeah.
4: yeah. So what I like about the revival is that they don't yeah. try to be popular. Like yeah. even, even bad guys now still want to be cheered, or yeah. or even if they don't want to be cheered, like a Kevin Owens type, sure, you'll do something so well that yeah. someone has to cheer you. Mm-hmm. But the revival mm-hmm. does it just right mm-hmm. that they're like they absolutely have the skills they are awesome but they're like no i'm just gonna punch this guy Like i don't have to do a flip and be evil i am going to grab his legs out from under him when the ref isn't watching and then punch him <laughs> and that's all he's gonna do like they've got their characters down pat on top of just being performers who can also go at a mile a minute for yeah. 30 minutes straight yeah. and just prove they're they're at the top of the game and i hope they don't have their potential wasted whenever they're called up eventually. Yeah, they're
3: same. They're yeah. definitely my
2: tag team of the year. All right, well, uh, that's it for the 2016. Po- yeah. Wait, did you have? I would say just
3: my 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 only parting one was just the whole cruiserweight classic. Like, yeah, like I, I couldn't even tell you which match was my favorite because I don't. I was never. That one stunk. Yeah, I didn't feel yeah. like
2: any one of them was, like, bad. There, there was were, so much emotion in a lot of matches, the, the, like Koda, Kendrick. Yeah. Brian Kendrick.
4: Kota Bushi, Brian Kendrick. I was in tears, just Damn. like Daniel Bryan, like when he was like, yeah, he did, you did nothing wrong. Oh, yeah. Brian Kendrick, <laughs> you're the greatest. I yeah. want to thank you. Now, that did have something. One of my whiny uh, critiques of it was, okay, the burning hammer mm. is a move that's <laughs> never done by anybody. It's actually like an outlawed move. You could never <laughs> normally get to do it in WWE. In in Japan, the guy who invented the Burning Hammer did it seven times <laughs> his entire career. It was his ultra finisher and he always won with it brian kendrick doing the burning hammer for a kickout to a japanese mm-hmm. guy and the burning hammer by the way is an inverted death valley driver where you can't not drop them yeah. on their head yeah, yeah. and it's a guy and who Koda kicking neck. out i'm like no yeah. no that is a finishing move but what, what still, about
3: people crazy. kicking out of the styles clash
4: probably. i mean that i've just gotten <laughs> yeah. used to that's just, just what it is
2: that ship sailed
4: in January,
2: <laughs> <I guess. laughs> All right, so that'll do it for the 2016 Poppies. We're going to take a quick break and come back with our discussion of Roadblock, End of the Line. See you in a little bit. Need to, it, to
1: hold my mind down.
2: Back to Chief Podcast episode number 93. That break was the end of the line for Henry, so he's not here. But uh, we still got Brett, Chris, and myself. Uh, and two of the three of us watched Limited Roadblock. Chris. Yes. Because, uh, because yes, <laughs> uh, we just watched Roadblock yesterday. Separate locations. Uh, I'm rather. storing up energy yeah. for the Rumble. Yeah, you got Rumble, gotta. I expect everybody's ass to yeah. be in my house. Even uh, WWE boycott and Henry's got to be there. If he
3: wants to go keep watching Marvel movies, <laughs> he's got to come watch the <laughs> what, Rumble with me.
2: Yeah. I mean, what? When some indie guy put, like shows up, he's got to be there to go. Yeah. But as for uh, en- Roadblock, end of the line, I'm just going to say Roadblock now good show i thought for the most part because it stuck to like the, what made smackdown pay-per-views good which is like let's do a few let's do fewer matches but give sure. them more time yeah most matches had a decent amount of time to tell a story
3: yeah and they had a little bit more of that like will tell story in between the matches like a, like a longer well not even a longer raw it was like slightly shorter than a typical exactly
2: raw. yeah that was weird too like i because i didn't watch it live i pulled it up and it's like wow you kept this like a hair under three hours but yeah. it's like when you're doing on the WWE Network, like, uh, especially with the big pay-per-views, WWE's just... They just seem Five, to go as hours, go as long, hours. as long as they want. Yeah, yeah. like, let's have a six-hour summer... Sli- no, don't do a six-hour summer. For WrestleMania, maybe four. A little over four hours is sure, fine. I'm but, fine with like, that. a seven-hour WrestleMania, no. Like, that was like, it was, like, two to eight or whatever that so, day. Yeah, it was insane. Uh, but this, yeah, like, even by the end, I was still invested. Um, it did start a little slow with the pre-show match rusev versus big cast i didn't even watch this it was it was a count out victory for rusev half paying attention during a lot of these matches just doing like gift wrapping or podcasting or editing whatever and it seemed like uh, Enzo got knocked out outside of the ring, and Big Cass attended to him and got counted out in the process. I couldn't uh, really tell, and it, I, could, I actually didn't really care. Well, by
3: now they've already had a rematch. Uh, yeah, on, I would, on, on yeah, Raw.
2: wouldn't be surprised. Did they did they, they announced a rematch okay. for Raw, which uh, mm. Mr. Black happened yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that Rusev just had this like cheesy victory. It's like, because, again, since they're doing it on Raw, it seems like they're going to prolong it, and it's like. That means it seems like that's the victory that Rusev gets, and then Cass gets the definitive victory. And I'm just yeah. – I, I thought, like, this is a good build-up feud for Cass, like one that he doesn't have to win because Rusev has usually been somewhat dominant. And
3: yeah. That was my prediction on the on Legend yeah. podcast.com uh, yeah. was, like, this is a chance for – Cass can lose. And I think I predicted could. that Rusev wins because yeah. Rusev needs to be somewhat credible as a heel because going into Mania season you need heels to beat yeah. and odds are Rusev will be on a mid card yeah. feud with somebody and it could even be Cass by then. But yeah. I do think they've got I think in their if they had their druthers, Cass would be
2: a main eventer in like a couple yeah. years. I it definitely seems like they're doing the Roman Reigns build up and yeah. that's what I worry about, like, oh, so he's gonna have the Roman Reigns like I never lose build up and it's like that doesn't Get me invested in no. you as a character. And especially Cass, like, he needs something. He, like, some losses would do him good, I think, because yeah. he's the other guy in the tag team. Like, he's yeah. the one who just spells out soft. He doesn't have, like, yeah. the microphone skills. He's, it's like,
3: a good tag, like yeah. a good hot tag. And then, like, yeah. even Enzo, which I love them, but, like, yeah. their stick is a little worn. Yeah. Uh, and without them winning any match, yeah. singles or as a yeah. tag team, it's kind of like, guys, I, I don't know, I can't come out and keep... Yeah making random jokes
2: yeah. and keep making me laugh like it, it's like at some point you got to wrestle yeah. and I win, mean, a, win yeah. a match i know I, that's what i'm hoping i don't think this is a part of it but i i do think like in the new year you'll probably see like cast and enzo go for the tag titles or whatever. Sure. Or i think it makes a good for a good story it's maybe too similar a story to seeing like american alpha do it on smackdown but yeah, like that like, is weird that WrestleMania seems like the best time for them to like finally break out. Yeah, and to be honest, I'd rather have American
3: Alpha become yeah like get a
2: get a WrestleMania moment at this point because yeah. like they're a better they're tag doing, team. Yeah, and they're doing like fuck all right now. Whereas yeah. at least Cass and Enzo are getting stories yeah. and, and stuff like that. Well, speaking of tag teams, the first match on the card proper was the tag team championship match, yeah. uh, where Cesaro and Sheamus won the tag titles from the New Day. Yeah, it just felt it felt a little weird because it was like this is the, like the uh, probably second or third time where someone just broke a record yeah. then they lose it's like on one hand yeah. the New Day has been tag champs so long that you know I think feel like people, most people were ready for it to end yeah. but it's just like you chose the most predictable time for it to end like yeah, literally the, f- the first defense the first defense after breaking the record like yeah. could you not have if, if they like just had like obsessively cheated and won at Roblox sure. and then on Ross Cesaro and Shamus finally break through. Sure. That would have been fine. It's just it felt weird that it was the very first time.
3: Yeah. And, and yeah, and my prediction even was that, like, it seemed, like, so obvious. they like, yeah. well, no, they'll surprise everyone by, yeah. no, they retain, and then now they go on for, like, another 50, 60 days or something yeah. uh, and have, like, a little bit more, more um I don't know, a shot in the arm. Yeah. Now having broken that record, it's they I don't know. Break up again. That's kind of a stale act to a degree, and they yeah. I don't know get a little bit more energy in their game or whatever. But instead, they lost, and yeah. now it is good because then you can finally have a different story in the tag yeah. team division, and maybe another team. Like maybe now the club can actually win because you can't have them beat New Day before. But yeah. who else looks really strong against New Day? It's got to yeah. be these two huge dudes. And Cesar Entertainment yeah. thankfully got over yeah. uh, with their own stuff. I mean, as as much as I, I assume to, they will lose yeah. very quickly.
2: Yeah, I mean, I. I as much as I love Cesaro and like famous is fine too sure uh, the tougher hill for like any face tag team to climb at Wrestlemania is cl- the club rather than these two dudes who were just slapped together yep. a couple months ago uh, like a couple things about the match itself like the ending I thought was really good just some yeah, of, like, like the, uh, the the fake tag yeah and it was a good the, the sequences there uh, also really liked the New Day's Christmas uh, themed attire yeah that, that was the, nice very festive and the ending, like itself, after the match with like the Cesaro hugging them, and yeah, then Seamus continuing to be off. an asshole. Yeah. Like I love for a second, like oh Seamus will join in. It's finally changed hard now. It's but it, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking also, both titles is just like yeah. the biggest dick move.
3: It is weird though because usually the the storylines you tend to go a tag team wins, mm-hmm. they have a thing, then they break up, and they fight each other, and yeah. you're like oh they turned against each other. They already fought each other seven, seven times. times. Yeah, so, I don't, like, I don't care. If they split up. Yeah. But, you know, there was something I was reading, I think, on Cage's side or whatever mm-hmm. about like well now that they don't have that and they don't they're not beholden to those tag belts anymore, like they could act more like a stable than a faction mm-hmm. or than a tag team. Have Big E go for the universal title yeah. and then Kofi and, and Xavier can like support him in that. Yeah. And they can move around so now they can get invested in a main event feud because they're still selling a bunch of m- merchandise and yeah. they're still popular. So, like, yeah. why just keep them as a tag team? They can be... The Wyatts weren't always tag, tag, tag. It was usually Bray Wyatt fighting Cena or yeah. fighting Orton or fighting somebody. Like, there's no reason Big E can't go do a belt feud with someone as a you know yeah. as, as a faction and
2: not a tag team. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next match, the Sami Zayn versus Broad and Strowman. So this is a little bit of a kink because... Sammy won by outlet, like lasting the 10 minutes. I thought that was just going to mean a draw. Yeah. But he did. He lasted the 10 minutes with about three in the middle for just like. Just um, f- flopping outside of the ring and doing a really vocal play. Like. <laughs> Mick Foley coming out with a literal towel to throw <laughs> yes. in. And you can tell he was serious because it's like. Six days until Chris. uh, At at that point, it was seven days until Christmas, and he's wearing no Christmas attire. Yeah, that's that's that's, a serious deal. Yeah, I guess he's lost a bunch of weight for a surgery. Yeah, like it was like, holy cow, he looks so thin. And then, but then, yes, I'm gonna throw the, I'm gonna throw this towel in, don't throw the towel. Like, uh, just you would think they were actually wearing microphones. Like the (laughs) fact, like it was all so close up in that you could hear it all. Uh, But yeah, Sami Zayn ended up lasting and coming close near the end. Yeah. Which it start- seems to suggest that they'll keep feuding because they yeah. want to win. It was I'm a sure weird it.
3: momentum to pick up in the last 40 yeah. seconds. And then, right around a time when it's like, that's one Haluva kick. Yeah. And now he's going up to kid up the second. No, time's up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I thought this, it really seemed like this match. I don't know. Yeah. And then when it was like, the announcer, she's like, Braun Strowman failed to pin him, so he loses. Yeah. Bre- uh, Sami Zayn wins, and it's like that's not the stipulation you said. The stipulation yeah. was always can Sammy survive ten minutes? Yeah, and he it's did. A, yeah. So why does that mean Braun loses? Because like it, it gave him no agency in the match. It's just like can you survive? Mm-hmm. He did. I didn't he didn't know pin Bron- you.
2: Did, did Braun even try to pin him in the match? That's like no. I can't so that remember. was weird
3: because like he did pin him once. I uh, think. okay. And it got to a two count, and then he pulled him back up. Oh. And I thought that was kind of funny because that's a very good heel move. You're like, no, 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 yeah, you can't kick out. I'm gonna not let you kick out. I'm the, not done with you. Yeah. Like that was cool. That what doesn't that, make yeah. as much sense in a, yeah. if the
2: stipulation was that exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Oh well.
3: It was still fu- it was still fun, and I I do for whatever reason I want. I'm rooting for Braun Strowman. I don't wow. know why I want him. Because he came you in with, like, <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, came in with, like, nothing. Like, you're, like, the third or fourth Wyatt yeah. dude with a different mask, and it's, yeah. like, who cares? And now I get really excited thinking about eventually, like, at SummerSlam or Survivor Series of Strowman and w- Bray having to meet, yeah. and then Bray assuming that,
2: oh, you're my guy. Let's come yeah. help me. And he's, like,
3: I'm not your guy. Like, that, yeah. I don't know. Something about that seems exciting
2: to me. but yeah. Let's move on to the next match, uh, Seth Rollins versus Chris Jericho. I don't think I watched most of this. Yeah, I was a little bit tuned out at this point. Um, Which
3: I liked both of them, but I was just like, yeah, I don't need to watch this again. I I mean, I I don't think they've really wrestled that much. Yeah. One-on-one? I guess we saw it at Raw that night that we were Mm -hmm. there. Yeah, it was just this and the main event were kind of like I don't really care yeah. about the outcome either way.
2: And the, like the way that it ended with uh, Kevin Owens coming out and trying to help, and Jericho getting angry about it, and then losing sort of because he was getting too into telling Owens to leave. Yeah, that was weird because uh, at the end of the night, it was kind of this plan involved you getting so angry that you lost. It was a very weird kind of, like, I for one thing, I don't think it would have hurt Seth Rollins that much to lose. And that, like, part of Jericho's plan seemingly was losing to Seth Rollins. Because then afterwards there was the whole, like, uh, backstage thing where uh, Kevin Owens was talking to Chris Jericho's door, door. And it's, like, seemed like a lot of work put into a ruse. Yeah. Uh, but, ge- but again, yeah, I wasn't paying 100% attention to this yeah, match. So I, it was also just, I feel like I've seen these guys wrestle enough. And also that it was not even a match of Chris Jericho's making. It was just like Kevin Owens made this match for him. And they're seemingly not even friends at this point. So what is Jericho's motivation to win exactly? I couldn't tell.
3: So. Yeah, it, it was just kind of neither here nor yeah. there. And it, it seemed pretty obvious, like, Seth's going to win because yeah. he got him lined up for Mania probably fighting Triple H. Yeah. Uh, so why would he can't lose now? Yeah. Because you're about to go into the whole man, the counting backwards from Road to WrestleMania is yeah. normally I would be excited, yeah. but I'm just kinda like instead I'm like you know, it's not like it's six months away, mm-hmm. but they're like, We're a month away from the road to WrestleMania yeah. and the road to WrestleMania is three and a half months. Long.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's just and like, are, how many know, pay-per-views are there going to be now between the two? Yeah, like, it was just
3: like we're a month away from the road to yeah. WrestleMania, and then Survivor Series they were like already talking about the Rumble. Yeah. So it's like in November you're talking about the road to WrestleMania, yeah, which yeah. which is January, February, March, and then the first weekend of April. It's yeah. like Jesus, then we're talking about <laughs> April, man, and it's November. <laughs> and then I <I'm> hear me on just yeah. <sighs> how far back do you want to count down to this? Like yeah. some are saying we're halfway to the road to WrestleMania. Like come on.
2: Well, the Money in the Bank is the road to the road, SummerSlam, the road to SummerSlam, which nobody cares. Uh, I did. Will well, say about the ending. I did like the reversal of the Codebreaker into the Pedigree. That was a kind of a neat little thing at the very end. He did like a Codebreaker, one of those things where it's always awkward because someone's holding Chris Jericho's knees up to their chest, so it's kind of like, <laughs> almost like they're carrying like a a baby, but backwards. <laughs> The next match was the cruiserweight championship triple threat, for Swan against TJ Perkins and uh, Brian Kendrick. Mm. I thought maybe one or two matches should have lost time, so this could have had more. Because, like, a triple threat and cruiserweights, which kind of need some time to establish themselves, it went pretty short. It, I do like uh, Rich Swann's, like, that he just does a super kick. Yeah. As if, a, as a, like, it's not a setup thing. It's just the ma- it beats people. Yeah. Uh and of course, I mean, the more notable thing was afterwards, yeah. uh, Neville coming out and beating up everyone. Yeah. like
3: uh, Kind of channeling his NXT yeah. persona from like, geez, two years ago, yeah. two and a half years ago now.
2: But he never seemingly went full bad guy, like full heel, but this... Was, I don't know. He, he went even, for like a handshake and then sucker punched him. Like, oh, no, no, no. I mean back at NXT. Oh, NXT. I see. Yeah. I but see. now it was like, he, yes, oh, okay. he's being a very heelish even though the crowd is thanking him. Yeah. I don't know why, because it's like the match... According to Wikipedia, it was six minutes long. Were you really that like yeah. that bored by the match? Like, I
3: mean, I was definitely
2: bored of seeing these three. three yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: I mean, I like Rich Swan a lot. I'm just yeah. like, I really don't want to watch Brian Kendrick or TJ Perkins wrestle anymore. Like, yeah. they've only been. It just it's so weird to think back to the Cruiserweight Classic and being so excited by TJ. Like, yeah, like rooting for him and he was my pick I think even yeah. like halfway through I'm like I hope I hope he goes all the way and then he did and now I'm just like I don't care mm-hmm. like you've got so many cruiserweights I could be watching and these cruiserweight matches I mean this is an old criticism at this point but like when everybody does spinny flips and jumps yeah. off top ropes it's like what are they here to do? Didn't yeah. they, they just wrestle slightly shorter matches from shorter and lighter yeah. dudes? It's like what's the what's the stick and I I'm not doing yeah. a good job
2: of that. I want to end like Getting some heat or some like Neville is established and people will care sure. that he's in these matches. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. good. Though yeah. having short matches is all, is not
3: good. Yeah. Um, I do hope Neville is somehow able yeah. to like transfer some of his even if we're supposed to boo him, mm-hmm. at least he we're interested in him. Yeah. So at least he can shake that up. Even though what's his name? Niece. Hmm. is like just as jacked it's weird because niece is pretty he looks a lot like yeah Marvel. if you put them next to each other and yeah. have him wrestle like I don't know <laughs> like, it's like you could do twin magic crap with him practically yeah. but uh, yeah the match itself was whatever and yeah. I hope
2: Someone else. Yeah, uh, I am confident challenges. That, that like 2017 things will be better because you've got Neville. Yeah, uh, it looks like Austin A- or like Austin yeah. A- is just doing all the commentary. Seems like he's going to just join that division, which sure. is good because I don't know what else he could really do in NXT. Yeah, I think. And that's... I think yeah, he's just popular enough that like people will care. Tajiri is coming back, so <laughs> some good stuff there. Up next was the 30 minute Iron Man match for the women's championship. Uh, Sasha Banks against Charlotte Flair, which uh, went into overtime. Yeah, as, um, as predicted. This was not as good as the NXT no. Iron Woman to match, but I did like the last 10 minutes were really exciting, and the overtime stuff was exciting. Yeah. I thought it was a bit dumb that. Because I rewatched it, and Sasha Banks is tapping out when there's like three seconds left. No. And the move is still on her when there's zero. So technically, yeah. she didn't save herself anything no. by doing that. And that's exactly what happened with the Bayley one. Yeah. Like, she's in
3: a submission thing yeah. and Bailey's like stomping on her foot Yeah. and it's like, and again, and she tapped at like yeah. 10, seven seconds or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, do it with 15 seconds left. Like, yeah. yeah. Or, or just something else. Like, like it's weird. as a champion. Yeah. It's like, that's twice. She's lost a belt yeah. to a submission in a two in an Iron Man match mm-hmm. in the last like 10 seconds. It's like, yeah. that's twice that yeah. that's happened. It's like, And you
2: didn't save yourself anything.
3: Yeah, and you're still in the move. The the ref is still like telling him, she tapped, she tapped. tapped." It's like, you didn't save your body or time, (laughs) anything. So, like, it's just that it becomes very transparent storytelling when that Mm -hmm. happens, where it's like, come on. Yeah. You you could have booked this almost an infinite number of different ways in that last few seconds. I
2: think it's just because, like, a pin in the last few seconds is too dicey, maybe. Hmm. Like, if, if you did a pin with, like, couple seconds like there's even a botch at i think it was like wrestlemania 2000 where it was a hardcore and from the future yeah hardcore about ba- wrestlemania yeah <laughs> <laughs> what year would that have to be <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was like a hardcore battle royal and literally supposed to be a pin that ended like like the pin was supposed to start with two seconds left, uh. but they, they fucked it up, and the guy started with like four seconds left, and they just had to count to three count, and then they just flipped the title back on Raw the next day, but it was like, that's why you don't do a pin mm. with the time limit thing, because it's just too... I see. It, yeah. The timing's like, got to be perfect. The, the, it's got to be perfect, whereas like, if you're in a submission for the last 30 seconds of the match, then you know, and like, you've got the referee right there to tell you, tap at this point. But yeah, it just would it would work better if they tapped with like fifteen seconds left. I don't I don't know why you have to like be that close to the wire because it makes the person who taps look dumb. So yeah,
3: it's like I, I mean, told the story of yeah. when I was getting like muscle tests and yeah. had like electrodes or whatever yeah. into my muscles and like zapping me with mm-hmm. currents, and I was like, that was pure torture. Yeah, and I would have tapped or told yeah. any secret anyone ever wanted to know. Yeah. So like part of me is like, I can put my head in that yeah. po- in that perspective of like. You only have five seconds left. I can't wait five seconds. Yeah. This has to stop. <laughs> I can kind of understand it, but it's just like when you know it's a scripted event that's there to get you, you know, to feel one way or the other. It's just like it just becomes a very transparent way. It's like you could have arrived at a draw a different way that yeah. wasn't a gimm- a thing you had just done a year before yeah. with Sasha as a champ losing. Yeah,
2: it, it was just weird to see the exact same thing unfold. Yeah. I mean, despite that complaint, I still think that should have been the last match of the night. As opposed It was to a good Kevin match. Kevin Owens against Roman Roman Reigns, which really just was to put another chapter in the story with uh, KO and Jericho, where it's like, oh, it turns out the whole last month, I guess, is a ruse and that they're still best friends. That yeah. They came out and attacked Kevin Owens, but then gave him the title and they hugged afterwards. Yeah, so- I kind of got it as like a... Uh
3: a very tense friendship thing mm-hmm. where it's like he code breakers him so that the other guy get DQs like, but he could have, he could have also swung and hit yeah, Roman Reigns and would have DQ'd or something, or, or he could have DQ'd Kevin Owens and some other, cause the belt won't transfer yeah. as a DQ anyway. So I don't know. It seemed like he I intentionally, and he could have done anything, but yeah. he did his finisher, which is to like send a message. Yeah. And, so I feel like it was a, we are not cool, and now KO okay. gets
2: gets to be really paranoid about like. So are we cool or not? And then uh, okay, that's I kind of what I yeah. got out of it. Where it's like not clear. Yeah. I was a bit like you know not focusing on this match, and when it ended in disqualification, like I did love what I I really liked the frog splash on the outside. Um, oh, on the, the table. table. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like to that note, like uh, Braun Strowman, like just not like throwing himself into a ton of things outside of the ring, <laughs> yeah. like the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You got, like it kind of reminded me of like a Gears of War like I forget what like one of those one of those bosses yeah, that just like thing. yeah one yeah. of those bosses that just sees you and like dashes right at you and all yeah. you have to do is slightly move out of the way and then you're fine yeah, like fighting Rhino in one of the old Spider-Man games yeah. where it's like, like just get him to run at you yeah, and then jump they, over him. he'll hit the turnbuckle then he will bust through the <laughs> yeah. the side barricade but yeah. Yeah, yeah just because it ended in disqualification and it didn't feel like It really progressed any story that that well that I just thought that it shouldn't have been the last match because it just didn't feel like that. Yeah, there
3: was like a nothing there. And it's like, and then Rollins and Reigns stand tall. It's like, yeah, but they usually do stand tall in whatever they're doing. So, like, I didn't feel this huge vindication. It's not like Kevin Owens has been on a tear and got some kind of comeuppance. It's like, no, the champ, once again, did not Mm -hmm. win by his own accord. Uh, a mixed message with whether they're still friends or not mm-hmm. which I was okay with but like not as a main event yeah yeah it was just kind of nowhere neither nor yeah and it's like Sasha and Charlotte totally should have main evented that because at least that's a story with a conclusion yeah and then there's a feel good slash feel bad moment and there's yeah. at least some kind of emotional high whereas this yeah. main event was like the ending of a raw or something yeah like this was more of a go home show yeah finisher than a pay-per-view yeah
2: though uh, just to quickly go back to Sasha and Charlotte I just feel like this is the mess that Charlotte should have lost because like the they had, they're piping up this streak but it doesn't really doesn't feel like an important streak. Yeah. And cuz she loses on TV yeah. so like what does it matter and, if she wins on And t- it's just meant like the last 4 months have been like flip 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 flip, flip. flip it's flip. T- it's too much and, and it's like I saw another good comment uh, that was like cuz now at this point i care more about smackdowns women title oh, because yeah. it's been so steady, but you get the feeling that there's more contenders for it. Yeah. Whereas this is like, oh no, it's just those two, and it's they're going
3: to be fighting over it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw this comment that was like, if they were going to end the feud and this was truly it yeah. and they're done, which of course yeah. they're not, but for now, yeah. we're done. It seems like you, like, if the whole point is like they've been bouncing the title back and forth, back and yeah. forth, back and forth, I don't think either one of them has, if this was going to be the one that ends the mm-hmm. feud the person going in the champ should have retained because mm-hmm. then that's two victories in a row. Yeah. And then that puts a stamp where it's like, yeah. I beat you twice in a row. Yeah. Like I came in as the champ, like I came in as a challenger, won the title and then I defended it against you. So that's twice you've lost to me. Yeah. I'm now the best. Like that's, that's a clear message. This all it did was like, well, that just means tonight Charlotte won, Yeah. but she didn't win the last time when they fought on raw. But then she did the time before that, but then she didn't the time it's just hmm. one off, one on, one off, one on. It doesn't as a as a tale of combatant combatants, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything. It's like okay, well, if they fought again, I bet Sasha would win. Yeah. It's it's
2: a weird nowhere place. Oh, yeah. But I'm j i am i am glad that both of them are gonna move on to something different. Something else. Uh and as for this, we're gonna move on to the next episode next month. Uh yeah, this'll do it for uh, episode number 93 of cheap podcast and uh, this is the last cheap podcast of the year thanks for uh, those of you who followed the show to patreon thank you so much and uh, this one will be going out to the public a day or two after patreon uh, subscribers get it but if yeah if you want to keep getting it um, just you can donate to laser times patreon patreon.com slash laser time you have to do it at the ten dollar level mind you but that also gets you exclusive things at the five dollar level doesn't uh, you get a uh, monthly commentaries be it cartoons sometimes wrestling matches uh and and other great stuff but uh to close us out as we do every month Mm -hmm. we have the predictions contest uh brett you got five out of no sorry four out of seven uh i got six out of seven jeez uh I i did better than that yeah but as for the users the best predictor uh, was Coupon the Movie, <laughs> who got six out of seven. That's just some socks. And we're ending this episode with his choice or their choice of uh, theme, and it's be- Brutus Beefcakes Cutting and Struttin'. Uh, what was the first WrestleMania? It was 84? five. Nineteen
3: 1985? Yeah. All right. So I think WrestleMania 2000 mm-hmm. would be in the year 3985 then. Okay. <laughs> I great. was just curious. All but- right. <laughs> <laughs> Take us out,
2: Brutus Beefcake.